This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I want to welcome you to the Warning Radio program as well as those that are watching on social media whether it's Roku or Rumble or YouTube, et cetera, one of 40 different podcasts, welcome. I have with me apostolic leader Dennis Moore, and we're going to discuss today intimacy with God, intimacy with the Father. Dennis, welcome back to The Warning Program. Thank you, Dr. Hansen. It's a pleasure to be with you. Well, it's always a pleasure being with you. Uh, you know, the Bible talks about blessed brethren, and I always enjoy uh, your company being with you. And it's just, it's a lot of fun because, again, you are like me. You're consumed with the kingdom, and that's what I live and breathe for. I mean, we go out for coffee. We talk the kingdom. Everything is the kingdom. And so that's my heart, and I, that's your heart. Absolutely. Like you say, you know, we live for one purpose. And that's for the kingdom of God, to know God, to walk with God, to be intimate with God. And so today, I think that will be a really great topic. We talked last time about being in the throne room and how important it is to be in that place where we are hearing the voice of God and we're being intimate with Him so that we can be uh, mantled with authority. You know, the Word talks about we have authority in Christ to do the works of God. And so part of that is partnering with God, and that has a lot to do with our intimacy with God. Well, totally. To know what God wants, to be able to flow and hear His voice. The movers and shakers, those involved with the first and second great awakening, they were intimate with God the Father. I mean, people, you know, ask me how I make decisions, and I tell them I don't move till I hear from God. But that is so foreign for most people, Dennis. They're not used to it. They make decisions on pure logic. Well, you know, every man and woman of God that I've known in my life that has been doing amazing things for God— when you sit down and you talk with them and you get to know them, they walk in intimacy with God. You know, we can do what we call programs, but we can't walk in the pure power and the kingdom authority that God has for us unless we are committed to a life of intimacy. And for some people, that's a difficult thing to do. You know, they in their mind, they're thinking, well, I've got family, I've got a job, I've got a career, I've got a business. And they think about, how can I possibly spend quality time being intimate with God? Well, let me give you a little illustration. A gentleman in my church, he was a bodybuilder. He reminded me of some of the gentlemen that I have known that have been extraordinarily athletic. 
Rod was one of those guys. He was a very, very athletic man, gave himself hours to exercise. And he came to me one day and he said, Pastor, he said, I want to learn how to pray. You just can't do it. I just can't sit quietly before the Lord. I, I'm too active of a person, too high energy. And I said, Rod, why don't you just go and ask the Holy Spirit to show you how you can pray? He came back in a month and he said, Pastor, I don't know how, but the Holy Spirit has changed me. I'm praying three hours a day. I said, now, wait a minute. You weren't praying and now you're praying three hours a day? He said, yes. He said, the Lord told me that I could pray when I'm riding my bike. He rode his bike three hours a day. Yes, yes. Um, And that was transforming. Yeah, it was absolutely transforming in Rod's life. Well, I'll tell you what, intimacy with God, many people do not understand that. I've made some decisions. In fact, Dennis, I've made a lot of decisions that a lot of people would think is crazy. For instance, I, I went into Rwanda and I went into Burundi and they had killed a million people in Burundi over the uh, length of time. And Rwanda, 1.3 million in three to six months. Well, most people, uh, they did not wait on God. They escaped. They got out. Yet God gave me a word for both governments to go in. And, and so I only got that word because I was so intimate with God. Logic don't go in. It's crazy. People are escaping. You're going to die. I fasted 42 days before I had the courage to overcome my own fears and intimidation, self-preservation, and go in. Again, when you fast, you deny self. When you quit eating, you know, when you eat, that's self-preservation. But when you deny self or deny your pride, then you can become strong in the Lord, in the power of his might. But you cannot even hear what God wants if you're not intimate, because logic says, don't go. But yet I've seen my greatest miracles when I've listened to God throw out the intellect because of that intimacy. I could hear God. Dennis? Yeah, you're absolutely correct. And I think we all have doubt, fear, uh, unbelief. Uh, we all doubt whether we can really afford the time to be intimate with God. But let me assure you that everything that you need is found in the presence of the Lord. Uh, Paul talks in Philippians 4.19, he talks about the riches of God in Christ Jesus. And, you know, heaven has everything you need, whether it's for your health, whether it's for breakthrough whether it's to overcome uh, something in your life, whether it's to be victorious, whether it's to have provision, everything is, is found. And when Jesus, when, Father, when the word tells us to come boldly into the throne room of grace, Hebrews 4.19, what it's telling us is to come to receive. It says to come to receive in a time of need. And that receiving means everything we need is there in the throne room. You know, Mary and Martha, come sit at the feet of Jesus. Jesus called one basically wise, and the other was doing good things, but did not take the advantage of being intimate with a father, being close to God at that moment. And and that's what people have to choose. Are we going to be close to the father? Are we going to be intimate like the John, who was called, you know, the beloved, who wanted just to lay his head on Jesus' chest. I mean, do we want intimacy? Dennis? Yeah, you know, recently, about nine months ago, the Lord spoke to me. He said, you know, you have learned how to give, but you haven't fully learned how to receive. 
I didn't understand quite what he was saying. So I started pressing in, asking the Lord, what are you, what are you saying? And he says, when you come into my presence, you come in and you're worshiping me, you're, you're giving me praise and glory. But he says, I have things I want to give to you. And he says, what you need to do is open your heart and let me pour what you need into you. Let me pour into your life what you need. And so I, be- I began to restructure my whole approach to God. And I'm beginning to realize that this God that we serve is so wonderful, so amazing, so incredible. He's got so much more than we could ask or think. He's got so much more of himself that he wants to give to us. He's got so much more. You know, Francis uh, Frangipane wrote a book one time and says, I miss my time with you. And in that book, he describes how he had gotten so busy in ministry that he had kind of walked away or gotten away from uh, spending intimate time with the Lord. And the Lord reminded him how much he was missing his him. You see, we think, okay, I'm going, I'm going to the Lord so I can be blessed by the Lord. But the Lord is blessed when you come into his presence. It's just like when your children come into your presence. You want to spend time with them. You want to be intimate with them. You want to have them close to you. And so it is with the Father. He wants to be intimate with us. He wants to be close to us. So what Francis did is, is he went to his, he, he told his church on Sunday morning, I'm going to block out my entire morning. I'm not going to receive any phone calls. My entire morning will be just spending time with the Lord. And the people uh, cheered in his church because they were so excited to have a pastor who's going to seek first the kingdom of God. Well, exactly. I know sometimes we do have to make choices. Uh, Many people... People say, you know, I don't have any time, but well, when you get home and you unwind uh, or you get up early in the morning, what do you do? Do you just sit back and vegetate and watch television and and just about waste a couple hours? It's not that it's a waste to relax, but we do make choices in life. We, We choose what is important and that time with God is critically important. I know, but like you said, you can even focus on God. Riding a bicycle, I I know that besides making time with God and uh, and and I used to when I was pastoring mega churches, you know, I'd I'd want my pastors to you know get up and spend time with God. A lot of times we we went and met somewhere and including the jungles when I was overseas and we we met uh, in an isolated building when it was pitch dark and and in some of these countries where they were shooting and fighting, but we spent time to be intimate with God. And uh, even this morning, you know, I got up early, but when I took a shower, I still, I started receiving direction from the Holy Spirit, from God the Father, because I was focused on God. And so the, the key is, do you live your life in a relationship with God that you can hear his voice at any moment of the day? Dennis? You know, they had a study uh, a while back when they, they went out and they met with a fair number of missionaries, and they challenged them to take a good part of their day and commit it to prayer. Every missionary's response was, how can I possibly do that? Let me show you my schedule. How can I possibly spend this time with, with the Lord when I've got so many meetings, I've got so many things I have to get done? And about half of them agreed to, to do the test. And so they spent uh, hours with the Lord, and they came back after a period of time, and they said, okay, what's the results? 
between the ones that chose to be intimate with God and the ones that chose not to be intimate with God. And what they found is the ones that are being intimate were, were uh, experiencing uh, far more product, production in their time. There was a production mul- multiplication. In other words, by spending more time with the Father, the Father was blessing their time, and their time was, they were getting more out of their time that they had uh, the rest of the time of the day. And so it doesn't diminish you to spend more time with God. It increases you when you spend more time with God. Well, exactly. And I'm sure those missionaries also then experienced a life of more power and authority and moving with the gifts of the Holy Spirit, because that comes by being in a close relationship with God the Father. Oh, absolutely. And so when we spend that intimate time with Him, it it empowers us because we are now partaking of what? Of, of the Father's love, partaking of His glory, partaking of His presence, partaking of all that He is, and we go back to that operative word where it says we come boldly into the throne room of God to what? Receive. So we open ourselves up and we say, Father, I'm here to receive all that you have for me. And so I find myself crying out for more of him, for more of his glory, for more of his love, for more of his wisdom, for more of all that he is. And then out of that, I, I pray for people. I was praying this morning for a, a gentleman to be healed. He's 75 years old, wonderful man of God. He's got several uh, complications in his body. And so I was receiving his healing in prayer. I tell you, that's a powerful thing. When you begin to know that you're in the Father's presence and you're receiving everything that, that other people need as well as what you need. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you've just tuned in on by radio or if you're watching by our different forms of, of television on the mass media, social media, or podcasts that we're on, uh, I have apostolic leader Dennis Moore, and we're discussing intimacy with God, intimacy with the Father. Uh, you can also go to my website, www.worldministries.org, www.worldministries.org, and you can listen or see all of my radio and television programs every day of the week, Monday through Sunday. Intimacy with God, intimacy with the Father. Again, Dennis, so critical. I, I've made major, major decisions. I've seen major miracles because of hearing what God said, not leaning on my own understanding. Uh, if I led on my own understanding, I'd have never gone. I remember my grandfather. Uh, they were the first missionaries in northern China, district superintendent with the Assemblies of God. Yet they heard what God said, and when others fled the country, they knew they'd be arrested, gone through a concentration cap. Because they heard what God said, they stayed. And I'll tell you what, the miracles they saw because they stayed. Why? Because they were intimate with God. They did not lead on their own understanding. Many denominations ordered their people to get out. And um, most went. But I remember Grandpa Hansen said, no, we're staying. They said, don't you realize you're going to be arrested? Your, your family's going to go through a concentration camp. And Grandpa Hansen said, God wants us to stay with his bride, with his church. Dennis? Yeah, praise God. You know, I, I want to share a, a little testimony about a friend of mine who was a fighter pilot in Vietnam. And he was in his plane, uh, fighter jet, when the alarm went off. And he knew at that point he was he was dead. There was nothing he could do. There was no evasion technique he could take. Uh, he was going to die. 
And what had happened was he was beneath some clouds. Above the clouds were some B-52 bombers that released all their bombs. They were coming down on top of him. And he, he uh, by the grace of God, he actually flew through all those bombs, came out on the other end. And the Lord spoke to him and said, if you had not accepted me yesterday, you would be dead today. He got. He continued flying back to his base. He he got out of his plane, most beautiful sunset, and he looked up and he said, "Abba, Father." He never heard that word before, but there's something that was in my friend, my friend Ted, that made him cry out, "Abba." And there's something that's in each one of us that says, "Dad, I've got to come and I've got to spend time with you." You know, you gave some powerful testimonies, Doctor Hansen, about how uh, intimacy with God has. Uh, led you to places you would not normally go, uh, dangerous places, but yet you went because you were intimate with him. And, and you know, the church right now, we're in a dangerous place. And we know life is difficult right now, but we need to become more intimate so we know how to move in this hour powerfully, effectively, and with authority. Well, that's a very good analogy, Dennis. We are in dangerous times, and we need to hear the voice of God. I know I've told my staff many years now, if God wakes you up in the middle of the night, says, get in your car and drive east, you get in your car and drive east because we know trouble is coming and we need to be intimate. We're going to see crisis. We're going to see apocalyptic events. I'm telling you, these are dangerous times. They're exciting times if you know who you are in Christ Jesus, but yet we need to be intimate with God the Father. Uh, there is no replacement for time with God to know what he wants you to do. I know we're waiting on God right now, Adalia and I, for some major decisions. We've got to hear the voice of God because I don't want to make a mistake. Absolutely. And that's, that's the thing that is so critical is that you have got to know which way to go. I remember talking with David Hogan when I was with him up in the mountains in Mexico and David said to me one day, he said, you know, when I went down the trail, if, if uh, the trail was to split, I'd have to ask the Lord, do I go to the right or to the left? Because if I went down the wrong trail, I could be killed. You know, those, those are uh, realities that most of us don't face. But nevertheless, we are in a time where we're going to be challenged unlike we've ever been before. And those that will stand will be those who have intimacy with God, that you've been in the holy place, you know what you're supposed to do, your oil lamp is full, you're not like the unwise virgin, you're a wise, you're like the wise virgin, you are prepared for the moment, and God is going to instruct you, teach you, give you the, the um, provision you need, he's going to help you, and so we don't have to uh, depend on the arm of man, we depend upon the goodness of our God. Excellent, excellent. I know years ago I was over... Africa and church planting, and I, I sent a uh, fax at that time to a pastor in Zambia. Um, he was living in Livingston, Zambia. I sent him a fax. I flew where I asked him to meet me, which was Victoria, Victoria Faults. I waited three hours. He never came. The Holy Spirit said, walk. Now, I don't know where I'm walking, but I went, I crossed the border from Zimbabwe into Zambia. And then when I crossed the border, somebody said, Pastor, follow me. Okay. So I followed. I thought the pastor must have sent him. Takes me to a vehicle, says, take this man to Livingston. 
So I'm in a public vehicle. I get out. I'm going to pull out some money, quatcha, to pay the driver, and he doesn't want to take my money. I thought, man, that is strange. I'm a stranger. Uh, normally, like in Mexico, if, if you're a stranger, they'll take advantage of you if you don't know what you're doing. I get off the vehicle, and somebody says, Pastor, follow me. I follow Dennis. And uh, he takes me to a fork in the road. He says, now you're going to have to go this direction, and... Uh, you'll find the pastor. So I, I go to the fork in the road and I'm taking the wrong direction. And somebody else says, pastor, you're going the wrong way. Follow me. So I follow him. He points to the pastor's house. And um, along the way, I, I decide to turn around and thank him, but he's disappeared. I can't find him. So there's a lot of people. I'm sure he just disappeared in the crowd was my mentality. I knock on the door. Nobody comes in. I walk I look at the pastor, and I'm, I'm a little disturbed. I'm red in the face. I waited in the sun three hours. I said, uh, Pastor, I sent you a fax. Uh, why didn't you meet me? And he, he's looking at, you know, quite large uh, eyes, and, and he said, How did you get here, uh, Pastor Hansen? I said, Well, I sent you a fax. I was coming. I waited at the border. You didn't come, but at least people met me along the way that you sent, and they took me from one country to another to the city to your very house. He said, how did you pay for your journey? I pulled out the quacha. He said, uh, that money is worthless. The government uh, discontinued that money months ago. You don't have any money. And he said, I never sent anyone to pick you up because I never got your facts. Now, Dennis, I went into his bedroom, fell on the bed and started crying intimacy with God. He didn't know I was coming, but yet God, you know, the Bible says sometimes we entertain angels. God sent his people along the way, his messengers, his beings, supernatural beings who took me from one country to another country, to the city, to his very house. That is intimacy with God. Dennis? Yeah, and I um, I, I wholeheartedly understand what you're saying. You know, we've traveled in nations around the world and and uh impossible situations would come up but uh something would happen i m remember umar melinde telling me about how after he'd been attacked in uganda with acid in his face because he was winning muslims to christ uh he ended up in israel and uh in, not israel excuse me they ended up in india and the doctors there wanted to cut him open and sell his body parts because he only had 1% chance of living. And he told his wife, he says, we've got to go to Israel. And he had become, he had become a true friend of Israel, spoke at the parliament a number of times, and, uh, or Knesset there. And then he uh, got a phone call from Netanyahu, and uh, Bibi said, you got to come to Israel. But they said, there's no way he'll get on the plane. And they, he said, we have to go. And he got to the, the gate. And the gentleman grabbed his gurney, and he motioned for the gate to open. And they went to the second gate, and he motioned again for the gate to open. And after he had put him on the plane, Mark turned to say thank you, and the man was gone. Wow. Intimacy with God. Now, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening and watching the warning radio program, television program, social media. I have apostolic leader Dennis Moore. We're discussing intimacy with God. God. If you haven't seen previous programs I've done with Dennis, go to my website, www.worldministries.org, www 
worldministries.org. A fascinating website, including radio and television. Push it. You can watch our programs. You can listen to them. We're on seven days a week, Monday through Sunday. Intimacy with God is the name of this message. Also, my phone number, 360-629-5248. 360-629-5248. You can telephone, make a donation, put yourself on our mailing list. You'll get pastoral articles sent to you twice a month, absolutely free. Again, intimacy with God. Again, my guest was apostolic leader, Dennis Moore. I want you to tune in again next week because Dennis is going to be back with me and we're going to be discussing our trip to Washington, D.C. and what God showed us in that trip because of intimacy with God, six hours to eight hours a day in prayer and revelation, what God showed, including demons controlling the House of Representatives, the Senate, and the Supreme Court, influencing them, in some cases, controlling them. Because if you submit yourself to these type of spirits, and many of our leaders over the years have submitted themselves to evil spirits, let me tell you, they're led by demons. May God richly bless you. I'll see you with Dennis next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.